0: It's our final show before Christmas. Coming up today, we'll talk about the Jack Jumpers and their comfortable win last night. Five players in double figures. They definitely share the love. Ian Clark, main lineup tomorrow night for the Adelaide 36ers. Gans and Melbourne tonight, we talk about one of the key players in that game. And an update from Adam Gibson on where the MVP race sits. That's all coming up on NBL today. Great to be with you on NBL today. It's Friday's edition. It's the 23rd of December. Christmas is just around the corner. Adam Gibson's got the tree out with all the presents underneath. Morning, Gibbo. Morning, Jack.
1: Merry Christmas. I'm excited. It's obviously a fun time of the year, and I'm excited to talk about what we've got going
0: on this morning. Well, Santa came early for the Jack Jumpers last night because they had an 87 to 60 win over Illawarra, which wasn't unexpected. But Santa was splashing around the buckets because five players had double figures and they really shared the love.
1: Yeah, they did. They had a rough kind of start to the game, but then that's the second quarter they took off and, and that's what they can do, especially down there. I'm excited to go down there soon and do the Boxing Day game, but they, they've got a tough team. They spread the load and, and it's, it was great to see five, five guys, five players step up and score double figures.
0: Got me thinking watching the game last night. We accept that Milton Dawes their best player. He's potentially all-NBL first team. There's no question about that. Who's the next... Most important player in your mind? Not necessarily the best player or the second best player, but the second most important player for them.
1: Oh, It's such a tough question. They've got, they, for me, they've got three or four options. The guys on the on the telecast last night, they spoke about Rashad Kelly. He stepped up. He made shots. He was knocking down his three. For me, it's potentially him. But you've also got Will Magnet, super important piece. It's just coming back again from from having a lot of time off. Josh Vigert, the the head of the snake, the point guard, three-point bomber, is it him? Mm. And then Jack McVeigh could also be their main or their second piece. Um, He's obviously had an incredible season, provides so much, so much energy. So those three probably been sturdy, but I think Rashad Kelly now finding some form is now another weapon for the jack jumpers that they can use that you have to guard and scout. He hadn't been making too many threes, but now he's making them. He's he's, He's a different person.
0: Speaking of pieces, the the missing piece, as CJ Bruton called it, for the Adelaide 36ers, Ian Clark, could line up tomorrow night in their Christmas Eve game. Uh, Andrew Bogut's had some interesting thoughts on social media and, and the like saying that Adelaide have pushed all the chips in and this is their push for the championship now. How do you see, not necessarily the move of Ian Clark, but is it a push for the championship?
1: Oh, 100%. They already had a roster worthy of that. Uh, you know, they've loaded up. They've got Cleveland and Franks that they've brought in who are two elite imports from last year. You add this third piece that they, I do think they were missing, That he, and he's such a great piece. And, you know, that's probably why Bogut's speaking about it because he knows how much Ian Clark provides. He's mm-hmm. done it with the Warriors. He did it with the Kings. He's great off the bench. He should start, no question, but he's happy to play and will be happy to play that role. He'll be great for the group. He'll provide leadership, which I think they've kind of missed a little bit. And with guys like Antonius Cleveland, you know, stepping up, like this is for sure a pusher and they, they should own that and, and live with that.
0: So is this the turning point for them potentially? We've seen it with teams in the past where we get an import come in, like Ian Clark last season. And even you go back to Bryce coming into the league quite a few years ago for Perth. Is this the moment for Adelaide now?
1: It's definitely a big moment. I think they'd already made it like they'd already turned a corner when they got rid of Randall. Now the guys are feeling more comfortable. Uh, Robert Franks is getting more of the ball. Like I said, Cleveland stepping up. Everyone feels comfortable. Kai Soto now starting. I think that's something they can go with for the rest of the season with Daniel Johnson coming off the bench. But you bring in someone like Ian Clark, uh, that will give everyone Mitch McCarran, Sunday Ditch, so much more confidence, knowing and CJ knowing that. You know, if things are slow and we can't score or things are bogged down, here's Ian Clark, an NBA champion, coming off the bench that can score, that can set up plays. Uh, 100% agree with
0: all of it. Keanu Pinder, we're going to talk about the MVP race in a second. He's in it. There's no doubt about that. I think we all accept that. It was interesting watching Tuesday night's game against Perth, Gibbo. They went to school on him. There was no question about that. Kept him to a season-low points, season-low rebounds. Didn't have an influence on the game like we've seen across the season. How does he go now, knowing that teams are going to school on him? He's been able to do so many wonderful things across this season, but now teams are really putting in the work. How does he get past that?
1: Well, I called the game, and and that's one of the best of this season, the Perth Wildcats team defense. Now, uh, Deshaun Thomas started on him, and I thought he set a tone by going at him on the offensive end. He had two uh you know low post catches. He had two good scores. If you're gonna guard- if you're playing against someone that's elite on the offensive end, make him play defense. So that's the first thing. He's in MVP form, no question. We've all talked about it rightly. So he's gonna have all the attention of all the team scout. He's ahead mm-hmm. the of their snake. No, pardon the pun. He's ahead <laughs> of this. he's ahead the of their snake. So teams will watch what Perth did. One, they'll get physical, make his catches harder on the block. But their, their help side, Mitch Norton was waiting, Todd Blanchard, their, their help side was waiting. So whenever he, whenever he he made a move, he spun to the hoop. Someone was waiting. So he's going to get double teams. That's just going to be the reality. Everyone's tried to do that with Bryce Cotton. Bryce Cotton's a different player. He found a way to still score. You just That's how good Bryce Cotton is and why he's a multiple MVP. So for Keanu and, and their team, they're going to have to find ways to get him in the ball in better positions where – you can't double team. Get him the ball on the elbow. You, you can't. It's hard to double team from the elbow. Get him out of pick and rolls. Um, you know, I think he'll. The more catches he has on the block, the more chances teams will double team it, and that'll take him out of his game. So he should expect it. He's earned that right to be the main number one scout, um, on the defensive end, and he'll have to find a way to get through it.
0: You'll see that game tonight, seven thirty Eastern Daylight Savings Time on ESPN against Melbourne United, the open roof game at uh, John Kane Arena as well, which is very cool, and the weather forecast. For now, anyway, in Melbourne is looking good. Let's finish with the MVP race, Gibbo. It's something that we're going to visit frequently between now and and the end of the regular season. Where have you got it? If you had to rank one, two, and three, what does it look like in your mind right now?
1: Yeah, this thing can change from week to week. We've seen that. You know, a few weeks ago, it it was Xavier Cooks, and he's been dominating. He gets injured. He doesn't play. Now it's, you know, someone else. You know, I think for me, you know, Mitch Creek has been phenomenal. Over every game of the season. He hasn't missed games, touch wood, you know, he is just solid to average, you know, 23 and a half, six and a half rebounds, two and a half assists a game. Um, you know, with guys injured on their team, um, I think he's been solid for longer. Um, and is and ha- had a 46 point game, <laughs> you know, like he's put up the numbers. Um obviously Keanu's still there, no question. You you don't count something out after one, one game. So it's just super important this next three or four games for Keanu to see where he goes and how teams scout him. And, you know, Melbourne, they, they've they got some good bigs in there and they're in some good form. You've got Shea waiting to come and steal the ball if you bounce it. So that's a tough test for him. And then hopefully Xavier Cooks can come back and be healthy. And a lot depends on how much how much time he's going to miss. We're
0: going to see you in Tassie on Boxing Day, which is going to be fun to see you down at uh, at the ant Gibo. Always nice to see you. Have a Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas to you guys. Have a happy holiday and uh, can't wait to see you for the next lot of games. And Merry Christmas to everyone. Thanks so much for your support this year on NBL Today. We are back on Boxing Day to talk about what would have been a big Christmas Day game and, of course, what's coming up with a Boxing Day doubleheader. Stay safe. We'll see you then.